Break Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Alcoholics Anonymous Limerick's annual convention takes place this weekend, as we were mentioning earlier in the week, the 3rd, 4th and 5th of February in the Castle Troy Park Hotel with open public meetings on Friday at 8.30 and 12 noon on Sunday. And Amory's been chatting with Trish and Paul, who've been sharing some of their experiences with alcohol. And in a moment, we'll hear from Liam on how AA Limerick treats someone at their first meeting. But first, Paul starts by talking about the support from Alcoholics Anonymous in Limerick. We're given a programme to deal with life on life's terms. That's why I say I'm grateful. Because if I wasn't an alcoholic, I wouldn't be given these tools to deal with life. The 12 steps of recovery. You know, it's all well and good putting down the drink. Magic. We've knocked that drink on the head and we're not drinking anymore. But the beauty about it, about recovery, the beauty about AA is that you can have much more. It says it's in our promises, a life beyond our wildest dreams. And for an alcoholic, we have got some wild dreams, you know. And it's been my experience that my life and my kids and my children, when I was drinking, it affected my mum, my dad, my brothers, friends, lost them, you know. But in recovery, that ripple effect comes through. Kids back in my life, family into my life, waking up in the morning, knowing what... I did the day before, not having a hangover, not having to walk down the street with my head down, afraid to see people. Today, I can look a person straight in the eye and say, you know what? It's okay. I'm an alcoholic. Alcoholism is a disease. It's a disease. It's not to be frowned upon. God forbid, if I had cancer, people would be more supportive of you. The fact that it's alcohol, it's so readily available. It's not illegal. Anybody, anybody can pick up alcohol. So to have this idea that, ah, sure, you can just put down the drink. No, we're not wired up like that. It's alcohol takes the first sip, then all bets are off. The difference between myself and yourself, put two drinks in front of us. You could have one if I picked up that first one. All bets are off. All bets are off because there's no off switch. That point you made there about putting the two drinks there Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. front of us. Mm -hmm. And I'll bring you back in on that as well, Trish. What would be the difference there? We'd say between you two if we put two drinks there. I I know 100% if there was a drink in front of me and I drank it, 100% I would have to have a drink in the morning. I could only imagine the anxiety and the depression that would come with it that after all my, my effort and my um, making amends and having my kids in such a happy place and destroying everyone's life, that that burden that I would have started, you know, a ripple effect again, I don't think that I would be able to take what would come with it. You've done this before, haven't you? You've done it. So like all I do is if I ever, ever entertained the idea, I press fast forward on that record and I think, how would I be in the morning? And straight away, it'll be like, no, I would have to be tied down. For me, it was put in a very simple way. Alcohol in the glass is like me drinking bleach. It's poison. Am I going to drink bleach? No, I'm not going to drink bleach. But that is the alcoholic. That's the damage it does. Everyone, I, I presume, falls off the path of recovery. Did you did you fall off and get back in recovery again? And was there a bit my, of... My, I, for four, for four, as I said, for 14 years, I did research in and out, in and out, drinking, not drinking, not 
At the age of 35 was my pivotal moment. My sponsor says to me, Paul, you need to only do this once. If you do this right once, and I was blessed. I had one treatment centre, one step four and five, and I worked the program. There's 12 steps, and on a daily basis, I still work these steps on a daily basis each day. And from that day to this, I've never had a compulsion, a desire, or a thought to have a drink. It had been removed from me. What advice do you both have for parents because you, as you say, you can't put the old head on the young shoulders. I've got a 19-year-old daughter and she cannot stand drink, which I'm grateful for. But if it was a thing, and this is a thing looking at my own mum, my own mother, she had to do tough love. And I look back at it now, when she put me out of the home of my home house, which I thought was my house, at 27 years old, you know, it's my mother's house, not my house. But how could you? But she had enough. And it was tough love. And I think to myself, if my daughter was in that situation, what would I do? All I can be there is to have to hit the rock bottom because you're enabling them if you don't let them fall. And it's the most common thing as a parent to protect your kids, to protect them. But you can't protect them from themselves. All you can be there is be there when it's ready, to be there and support them. Point them in the right direction. AAA, Alanol, Alateen, there's lots of groups just to be there. That's what I would say. As a parent, if you're worried about your son or worried about your daughter, you can go online, AA, have their website there. There's meetings to have their meetings all over Ireland. Phone lines that you can call up. Trish, what do you say on that one? Yeah, it's something like that that's I was... a very hard yeah. thing to do, isn't it? If you're... I have twins and they're going to be 24 next month and it was a huge thing that hit me when I got sober. I was thinking... God, it it doesn't look good for them. And then I had to flip it around and I set them both down and I said, you've gone through this with me and I intentionally made them part of my treatment. You know, it wasn't something the treatment centre normally did, but I said, I want them to come in and I want them to be sitting and, and asked that they're allowed to ask me questions and ask you questions. So they feel that we're in this together. I was always very honest with them. And I just said to them, if there's anything that you're learning from this, learn from me how quickly it can overtake and how dangerous it is because I've had seizures. As much as I I don't like that you've seen what you've seen, I know if you're in trouble, I'll be the best person in the world to spot it. I'll be the best person in the world to tell them where to get help. So I just had to, you know, flip it around because at the end of the day, I'm not going to be able to have a little cocoon that they're living in, you know, and just give them the tools and the coping skills and the acknowledgement. They see me. I go to three meetings normally about every, you know, every week. We're trying to encourage younger people. That's that's a whole mission of, of, of the convention because, you know, it is a young people's disease and it's very hard to admit it. So for me, I made a conscious decision there a year and a half ago when I go to meetings Instead of opening and saying, my name is Trish and I'm an alcoholic, I say, my name is Trish and I didn't have a drink today. And for me, I don't want this negative tag because I know what I am and I know I will never be able to drink normally again. But I also know what other people's definition of an alcoholic is. You know, someone thrown down, incapable of holding down a job that can't get up in the morning. That's not me. So I choose to say, I don't drink. I didn't have a drink today. And I think for younger people, that'll be a lot easier for them to say than to put a label on themselves from the very start that makes them feel like they're lesser than. 
because that day is gone. Look at all the supermarkets. Look at all the sections with non-alcoholic drink. It's becoming to get trendy. Before we finish up, Liam, support for the younger people. There's support for people who are battling alcoholism there, and then there's the support for people around them. There's We have a, a sister fellowship known as Al-Anon, and both Al-Anon and Alcoholics Anonymous are on the website. If someone listening to us right now has decided, right, I'm going to do it, and, and turn up at a meeting and try and get themselves help, what will happen when they walk through the door? They just walk in and take a seat or maybe have a cup of tea. They'll be greeted there by some of the older members and they'll be welcomed and they'll be put at their ease and there'll be no pressure on them to say anything unless they want to say something. It's it's up to them entirely. There's no they can pass if they wish to and, and go to a number of meetings like that. Uh, that's the only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking. Right, doing very valuable work, Alcoholics Anonymous, and uh, you heard from Liam, Paul and Trish. They are all chatting to Anne-Marie. The Alcoholics Anonymous Limerick Annual Convention takes place this weekend at the Castle Troy Park Hotel and there's an open public meeting on Friday at 8.30 in the evening and again at 12 noon on Sunday. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today.